Oh, hello, darlings. How are you today? Yeah, I called you darlings. You got a problem with that? Pavement pounders? Uh, hey, it's Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway. And what a fun show we have for you today. It's always fun here at the Harland Highway. Um, what are we talking about today? Oh, my God. Annoying radio commercials. There's There's one that's been going on in my community for 20 years. And it's one of these radio jingles that gets in your head. It's annoying. It's crazy. It's funny. I'm actually going to play it for you. And I have a feeling it's probably going to get stuck in your head, too. Um, Also, you ever butt dial somebody? Has your ass ever accidentally called someone you know? Yeah, I think we've all been through the old butt dial. And what a pain in the butt it can be. Uh, Where do you hear this story? Um, the old butt dial story I got for you. Uh, we're going to the celebrity racetrack. Oh my God. Rihanna is racing today. Uh, just to name one of them. Okay. Uh, we've got, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, music, a special kind of music that, uh, happens in a very special place that I think you'll like. Because this is a special place. This is the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You are causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. And I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Well, here we go. You ready to... Let's start the show off with something really dumb. Is your butt your friend? Is your is your bottom, your buttocks your friend? Well, in this situation, apparently not. Uh, check it out. These uh, these two uh, dumbasses, these uh, these thieves, butt dialed nine one one. The their ass called the cops on them. Um, so this happened in Fresno, California, and uh, these uh, these two twenty year old kids were um, were uh, hanging out and um the uh they they accidentally dialed 911 one of them must have sat on their phone or farted or something it's like 911 how might we help you um so these guys these two these two doofuses were sitting around uh, chit-chatting when when their ass called nine one one, the the nine one one operator was trying to talk to them, but they couldn't hear it. Um, and then uh, one of the guys on the uh, on the uh, during their conversation said, "Hey man, we need some weed." And so the dispatcher decided, you know what, I'm going to keep listening to this. So then these two doofuses decided to break into a into a car, and the dispatcher's listening to how these guys are planning to break into the car. They she hears the, the, the glass breaking. Okay. And then they, they these guys discovered prescription pills in the car. 
and were talking about how they were going to uh, divvy them up. And apparently one of them had trouble, like, even uh, counting out the pills. Probably because he's not that smart. One, uh, five, uh, nine. Uh, so the uh, the dispatcher was able to feed this information to a, a cop. And it didn't take long for uh, them to uh, find the guys in the stolen car. And one of the one of the guys says, one of the the car thieves goes, "He's following the shit out of me, bro." Okay, he's following the shit out of me, bro. And then the cop pulled them over. How do you follow the shit out of someone? Unbelievable. Um, so these guys tried to play it all innocent, right? They're like, "What did I do, officer?" You know, the uh, dispatcher can hear this over the phone. And so the cop uh, f- searched the vehicle, found out the items were stolen, and busted the two idiots. And they couldn't figure it out when they told them. The cop told them what happened. And they're like, really? The phone called 911? Really? Oh, damn. I mean, pretty pretty good. I like that. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever done a butt dial? Or have you ever you ever been the recipient of a butt dial? I've been down that road, man. It's like somebody butt dials in their car or something like that. And uh and and you they're just driving and talking. You can hear the wind going by and the traffic, or they're in a crowd, they're in a mall. And you get one of those messages that's 42 minutes long, and it's just like, I got to go. I love those shoes. I want to go get ice cream. Like, you can just hear mumbling, and then every now and then you hear some kind of, you know, spoken words. And at first you're kind of like this uh, this dispatch. You're kind of like, oh, man, how cool. I'm going to eavesdrop, man. I wonder who this is. I'm going to... I'm gonna, Wonder if they're talking about me, man. Wonder if it's my girlfriend and she's out with another dude. Right? You become a spy. It's like it's not my fault. They they called me. Their ass called me. Hello, you have a clear call from somebody's dirty ass. Will you accept the charges? <laughs> and then you get you get about three minutes into it, and you're like, ah, screw it. I don't want to listen to all this. Delete. So, yeah, just be careful with that phone in your uh, back pocket. And for that matter, but be careful in your front pocket. I mean, it's one thing to get a butt dial, but can you imagine, hello, you have a click call from some balls. Who? Some testicles calling. Would you accept the charges? What is it? You've got a collect call from a mushroom cap. What? There's a vagina calling. Would you accept the charges? Excuse me? A clitoris on line five, sir. I mean, can you imagine a, a, a clit dialing? A penis dialing? A, a, a ball sack dialing? I mean, forget the butt. The, keep the phone out of your front pocket. Hey, man, listen to this. What is it, dude? It's my girlfriend's vagina, man. She, she vag called me, dude. 
No way. What's she saying? I don't know. It sounds pretty, sounds like it's raining. It's all wet. What? Hey, Cindy, listen to this. What is it? I think my boyfriend cock called me. What? Listen, I'm trying to listen, but it's really hard. What? It's hard to hear. Oh. So anyways, just be careful, groin, ass, breast pocket. You know, ladies, if you have a breast pocket on your shirt, don't don't be titty dialing me, man. Hey guys, I gotta split my. I got my girlfriend's titty calling. I got. I gotta give. Give me a minute. I gotta talk to some areola, man. Yeah, yeah. My lady be calling with some areola. I don't know what it's all about, man. But yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> be careful. Be careful with your body parts and your phone. So let's move on to something, uh, you know, more, uh, shall we say, annoying. (laughs) Um, You know, all of us live in different regions of the country, of the world, uh, and in particular to North America. If you live in a certain region and you listen to the radio uh, in your house, in your car, wherever, there is always the local you know, manufacturer or store or car dealership or whatever that does the uh, the local radio commercial spots, ads, whatever you want to call them. And, uh, and somehow there's always a couple that sneak through that come up with a jingle or some kind of catchphrase that just gets in your head and it's goofy and it's silly and maybe it's annoying, maybe it's clever, maybe it's uh, pleasing to the ear, maybe you just want to scream every time you hear it. Well, here in Los Angeles, there's there's one that's been going on for, for decades, okay? And it's it's a commercial that's done with these two guys, and it's for a mattress place. It's called Sit and Sleep. And uh, one guy talks about how great mattresses are. (laughs) And the other guy's upset because I guess he's the competitor or something. And uh, he's freaking out because uh, this one guy, Larry, who sells the mattresses. Yeah, Larry. (laughs) Larry the mattress guy. The one guy, Larry, his prices are so good that it's, 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 kicking the other guy's ass and so the other guy is always uh, yelling at larry and his catchphrase is your prices are too good you're killing me larry and then larry's always like you get a great mattress or your mattress is free so without further ado let me play it for you so you know exactly what i'm talking about and then we'll go from there. Here's 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 Larry and the competing mattress guy, and here's just a little chunk of the the local LA commercial with the two catchphrases. You killing me, Larry, and 
your mattress is free. $1,000 off. Forget tan lines. You'll get a fry off bottom line. With premium clean sets selling elsewhere at up to $7.99, now just $3.99. $3.99? I wish I could rub lotion all over you, Larry. Disappearing lotion. This week, save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic's Tempur-Ergo collection. $500 off. SPFU, Larry. Plus, with your good credit, pay zero interest for 18 months. The sun is a dying star and so am I, because you can't killing me, Larry! Yet the lowest prices of the year during Sit and Sleep's memorial sale. Sit and Sleep will beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free! <laughs> your mattress is free! Okay, imagine having to listen to that for over 10 years. Maybe 15. Maybe 20. I don't even know how long it's been, man. But that, as long as I've been driving in L.A., I've been listening to Sit and Sleep mattress commercials. And Larry and the other guy are still going at it. Larry, Larry, you know, Larry's still getting death threats, or, or no, not death threats. The, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Larry guys. Uh, well, someone's trying to kill someone, you know. And I thought to myself, I've been listening to this thing so long that I thought, when I die, when my time comes. I hope that some guy named Larry murders me, okay? So while he's stabbing me to death with his carrot or his ice pick or whatever, I can look into his eyes and go, you're killing me, Larry, right? My dying words as this guy's stabbing me to death, this Larry guy, is just me looking into his face and going, you're killing me, Larry. You're killing me, Larry. And then his final words will be, Your mattress is free. Your mattress is free. You're killing me, Larry. Yeah. So when my day finally comes, and not that I want to get murdered, but if I have to get murdered by someone, it, it's got to be Larry. It's got to be Larry. It's got to be Larry. You know, he just he couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take the competition. He couldn't take the mattress wars going on here in Los Angeles, City of Angels. Larry and his crazy marketing schemes. And this guy just goes on a binge. He's one of these guys that goes off the rails, <laughs> right? Kind of like a Columbine guy or a like a, a one of these nut guys that goes off and just shoots into a crowd. This guy starts running through a... A mall with a with a knife. And he starts like stabbing people and pinning people down. He's just he's finally lost it. He's, he's finally gone mattress berserk. And here I am shopping for new sandals or something over at the mall, and this guy pushes me to the ground, his eyes are all fired up, his hair's crazy, he's got mattress stuffing in his hair. He's all wiry, he's unshaven, his shirt's all ripped open, stains on his pants, his eyes are wild and crazy like he's cracked out on meth, but it's all because he's got mattress fever. He knocks me to the ground and he raises his knife in the air, blood-soaked, and he just keeps bludgeoning me, uh, 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 and I'm laying there. 
and I'm taking my last breath, and everyone's screaming, and the mall security's running down the hallway, and everyone's wondering what my last words will be, like, I love you, mother, I love you, father, goodbye, cruel world, and I'm laying there, and everything's starting to fade to black, and I finally utter my dying words out of my dying mouth. And I stare right into his crazy, maniacal eyes, and I yell, You're killing me, Larry! And off I go, floating up to heaven, where for all eternity I get to lay on a bed made of clouds. And the mattress, well, you know the story, I think. The mattress is free! Have you tuned your instrument lately? Do you play an instrument? Here's, here's something that uh, I find a little dreamy about uh, summertime in the city. Uh, and this is just a sound that you can't find on the radio. You can't find it on, on a CD. You can't find it at a concert hall. Uh, you can't find it anywhere but one place. And I'm talking about the street musician, okay? There's something about a guy playing an old horn out in the street with the traffic going by and standing on a street corner right or down in a subway station or just echoing down an alleyway there's kind of a romantic uh, sweet undefinable essence to someone blowing a horn or playing a flute or strumming a guitar on a city street and I don't know if you're the type of person that stops and gives people money or you just stop and listen or you just ignore it, but it's one of those sounds that, that sneaks up on you. And as you're walking through the concrete jungle and cars are going and there's honking and brakes squealing and people yelling and talking and children screaming and laughing and airplanes going by overhead, all the noises of the city... And then somehow in the back of your senses, you, you pick up just a, 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 a filtering, drifting saxophone or a flute or a guitar. And somehow it gets into the mix of all the noises of the city and it permeates and it, it, it's like icing on a cake. And maybe you're not even aware of it, but there's something the way that sound cuts through all the other noises. It kind of like filters through them all. It deeks around all the obstacles, and it it becomes part of the tapestry as you're walking around in the street. And uh, I find it uh, I find it very uh, alluring and very kind of mystical and very uh, captivating and romantic, and especially at night, especially at night when you just you know you're walking around and there's that feeling in the air and it's that hot summer stick. And you just hear that that sound in the background. And the music that I'm playing in the background here is actually uh, a street musician that I heard when I was wandering around in the streets of uh, San Jose, California. Hot day, hot day, and just some, some brother, some black dude out on the corner, wailing away, you know. And the market square, people hustling by trains going past and here's this guy just not knowing if he's gonna make a hundred dollars or 25 cents you gotta figure there must be some passion there and he's just kind of 
filling the streets, filling people's lives, whether they know it or not. That music is drifting inside their ear and into their heart, into their body, into their soul, into their mind. So check it out. Just listen for a little bit and picture yourself walking down that city street somewhere. And there's that lonely guy standing on the corner blowing into his horn. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Charles Parsley, and welcome to the Holland Highway Celebrity Racetrack. Today, some fabulous celebrities, Amanda Bynes, young actress, model, spy, the North Korean or South Korean singing sensation, Rihanna, singer, songwriter, beauty, and supermodel, Cindy Crawford, known all over the world. They line up in the gate. They're getting ready. And there they go. They are off, ladies and gentlemen. The celebrities are tearing down the track. It looks like Amanda Bynes is out in the lead, although I don't know how she's possibly able to run when she's wearing a straitjacket. Her legs are going back in very rapid motions as the straitjacket comes right down to her kneecaps. And it looks like Spy is galloping down the track. He's doing that world-famous gallop he does on stage. It looks like he's galloping, prancing, almost ladylike. And here comes Rihanna. Rihanna with her long, voluptuous legs, long bronze legs, prancing down the track, gaining speed, and it looks something's falling out of her clothing. It looks like a song. It looks like a song sheet has fallen out of her clothing. And there's another one, and another one. It seems like everywhere you look, there's another Rihanna song, and there's an offer from an award show. Someone from the crowd has thrown an invitation to her award show, an award show, and she's picked it up, and she's collecting them, and more songs are dropping out from underneath her clothing. And here comes Sydney Crawford, elegant, oh, so elegant, rolling down the track, oh, so elegant, and she's pulled something out of her handbag. She's got a Gucci handbag. She's covering herself in a skin cream. Her patented Cindy Crawford skin cream. She's oiling her skin. She's laying down on the mud. She's slid. She's sliding along on the track like an otter and Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes is wobbling around in circles. She can't seem to control her straitjacket. Her face contorting. She's chewing hay like a horse from the... She picked up some hay and spy. Spy is galloping and doing his little dance too hard. His pants have gone right up the crack of his Korean ass. He's given himself a wedgie, but he keeps jumping up and down. His glasses covered in mud. It looks like smoke is coming out of his tight black pants. His loafers going up and down. And he just blew up. He's given himself such a wedgie. Rihanna, more songs dropping out of her clothing. More and more songs. When will we have enough Rihanna songs? The answer seems to be never. And Cindy Crawford, 
lathered up, sliding down the track. She's passing Amanda Bynes, who's just smashed into a wall. And Sfy is nothing more than a smoldering pile of ashes. His sunglasses and loafers melted into a giant Korean blob of hoo-ha. And so Amanda Bynes, who's flipped over the guardrail and is dangling her straitjacket stuck on the railing, it leaves us with Rihanna and Cindy Crawford, who's back up and running again. She's, she's running in her high-heeled stilettos. Her clothes are missing. Her voluptuous breasts bouncing up and down. She's covered in her patented youthless aging cream or whatever you call it. She may be 95 years old. She may be a Highlander. We will never know because of her youthful beauty cream that defies age. And Rihanna flies down the track. All kinds of new songs flying out from underneath her clothing. It looks like a ticket ticket tape parade. And here they come. They're neck and neck. Cindy Crawford in a Dolce & Gabbana shoes. It's Rihanna. And there they go. And it look, Oh, and Cindy Crawford's taking a dive. She's sliding on her skin cream. It's coming down to the gate. It's coming down to the wire. And it's Cindy Crawford. She wins the race by a giant mole. And I'm talking about the giant, disgusting brown mole over the left side of her upper lip. Her mole has pushed her over the edge. And that wins Cindy Crawford the race. What a wonderful day of racing here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Charles Parsley, and we'll see you next time at the Holland Highway Celebrity Races. Wow, what a race. Unbelievable. Isn't that crazy? Cindy Crawford slides over the finish line. And I guess you've heard the saying, you know, wins by a, uh, a nose. I guess Cindy won by a mole. How about that? And uh, speaking of winning, I got, I got to tell you about this. I, I talked about this once on the show before. And uh, this this was cool. There's a show on on uh, ABC called Shark Tank, and it's a competition. Well, it's not it's not really a competition. It's like it's about inventors, uh, not even inventors, just people, people like you and me and your neighbors and your friends and your relatives. And it's a show about people who have ideas. You know, common everyday ideas or genius ideas or kind of innovative ideas or wacky ideas. And they can go on this show called Shark Tank. And um, the sharks are these five billionaire investor people, one of them being Mark Cuban, who owns uh, one of the uh, NBA franchises, and uh, three other guys, and then a woman. And basically, you you go in and you get to pitch your idea to them, and if they like it, if they see potential in it, then they will make you an offer to partner up with you, and and help see your idea come into fruition to to uh, get it out in the marketplace, hopefully. Um, and I love this show because uh, unlike a lot of reality shows where it's just mindless, ridiculous, idiotic stupidity. This is a show about uh, innovation and uh, people using their ingenuity and uh, people using their, their brain to, to create things and, and come up with things. And 
solve problems and invent new things that help people or help animals or help the world or or maybe they're just uh, silly amusements or whatever, but people are using their noggin um, to, uh, to uh, you know, kind of uh, come up with these creations. And so what happened is I got kind of hooked on the show because I like watching not just uh, the people, but I like watching what they come up with. And I like seeing how the investors react and what turns them on and what they roll their eyes at and how much money they're willing to to put out and blah, blah, blah. And I, I like seeing the background of these people. I mean, some of them are farmers. Some of them are factory workers. Some of them are city people. It, it's just all walks of life. But the common thread is everyone's trying to, you know, create a product that somehow uh, functions and serves an, uh, a great purpose. And so after watching this for several seasons, I'm like, you know what? I like to think of ideas. And so guess what, gang? Yours truly created an invention. Uh, I came up with an invention. I went out and I got all the pieces that I needed. And in my garage, I, I put together a prototype. And uh, I applied for a patent. And I went in and I auditioned for this uh, crazy show, The Shark Tank. Can you believe it? And, uh, and I, I went and I stood in a line out on the, uh, out on the street with like... I don't know, I think eight, 500, 800 people, 1,000 people. I mean, there was a lineup. I'm serious. It could have been at least a quarter of a mile, maybe half a mile long. I mean, this thing was a lineup, man. And I went out there, and I dedicated the whole day to sitting out there. I went early in the morning, and uh, I went with my application, and uh, I uh, I went in. And uh, I did the interview, and I had to give my little spiel. Had to give my little spiel in front of the uh, the panel, and tell them about my idea. And uh, and very fun, very exciting. And I don't know if my idea is a piece of junk or whether it's going to revolutionize the world in a small way. I don't know, and I can't tell you what the idea is, which sucks because you know. It's it's uh, it's an idea that I'm hoping uh, you know takes off and goes somewhere. So I'd be kind of a dummy if I went and told the whole world what my secret idea is. But I'm gonna keep you posted. Uh, but but what a fun experience it was. And um, what I'm gonna do is uh, we don't have time this show, but next show, the next podcast, be sure and be here. I actually. Uh, have some uh, some live footage from me standing in the line talking with all the other the, all the other inventor wannabes, and there's some really fun stuff because a lot of them were asking me about my invention, and uh, because I didn't want to tell them, I made one up, and it's pretty ridiculous, and it's pretty ridiculous how many of them believed me and uh, got involved with my fake invention while I was standing there in line. So make sure you're here next podcast, and you'll get to hear some of that stuff. I wish we had time for it today, but we are out of time. Um, Let's do some quick announcements here. 
Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up? What do we have coming up here, gang? I will be appearing at the Tempe Improv in uh, Arizona. That's June 28th, 29th, and 30th. Go online to harlowwilliams.com and click on the stand-up link, and you can order your tickets right then and there online. Uh, that one usually sells out, so I'm telling you, if you want to get seats, get going now. Get going early. And uh, be sure to check out harlowwilliams.com. You can write me there, or you can uh, you can uh, leave me a, uh, a, f- a message on the phone line. The phone number is at harlowwilliams.com. You'll see it right there on the homepage. Uh, don't forget to check out Fashlang. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube backslash Harlem Williams, and uh, you will see all episodes of Fishlang, my crazy new stunt show. Visit the Harland, uh, HarlemWilliams.com merch store if you want to get T-shirts or uh, CDs, movies, whatever, books, all the stuff I do. Uh, this is the, this is the free stuff I do. The uh, all the stuff you gotta pay for is on my in my web store, but it's worth it. It's it's high quality, juicy, juicy stuff. Um, and then lastly, uh, I'd like to mention uh, my sponsor here, TiVo. Yes, indeed, TiVo. Before TiVo, watching TV was kind of hard. You could only watch one show at a time, and if you missed it or even part of it, you had to wait for it to go into reruns before you could see it again. Well, TiVo's totally changed all that, okay? Now, there are other DVRs, but they're not as good as TiVo because if you have cable, TiVo lets you watch your shows wherever you want. You can watch them all over your house, in the bathroom, on the ceiling, in bed. You can even watch uh, TiVo on an airplane, waiting in line at the dentist's office. Um, so, uh, TiVo searches both cable and the web to find any movie, any show, any button, uh, any, uh, video at the press of a button. And, um, you gotta, you gotta love it. Uh, there's TiVo Mini, uh, and the TiVo box works on a second TV. So you get all these things from the couch to the kitchen, from the minivan to 35,000 feet, TiVo makes TV about a thousand times better. And uh, here's a promo code for you guys. You can get $25 off a new TiVo Premiere P4 or XL4 DVR. And all you got to do is use this uh, promo code at TiVo.com. Here it is. You ready? You want to save some money and get a great product? Here it is. ATC. And the code is set to expire on uh, 11-1-13. So the promo code is ATC at TiVo.com. So check it out. Great product. Uh, you gotta love, got to love the old TiVo. And uh, if you don't love uh, TiVo, then... Your mattress is free! <laughs> so there you go, gang. Thanks for tuning in. Please tell your friends to join the Harlan Highway podcast. Uh, Great to have you here. And until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. You're killing me, Larry.